Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Ashley. We're the founders of For the Good, a community created to empower and elevate you to live a purpose-driven life. Our mission is to bring light into our world, and to do so, we have learned that it must start with it. We are so glad to have you here with us. In today's episode, I am going to be talking with Sydney from Los Angeles. She's a lawyer and the creator, host, and producer of the Seek the Joy podcast, your go-to podcast for heartfelt storytelling and conversations on all things self-love, joy, connection, wellness, and spirituality. We are going to be chatting about how to turn roadblocks into stepping stones. But before we get started, I would love to hear more about what got you into podcasting and what has been the most rewarding part of podcasting for you. Yeah, well, thank you, first of all, so much for having me. I'm so um, excited to talk to you. I feel like our conversation is probably going to be super timely today, just given everything that's going on in the world. So I'm excited to connect with you. Um, like you said, I'm a lawyer and I'm a creator of Seek the Joy podcast. And I started Seek the Joy about two and a half years ago. Um, and the journey to getting there was super, super different and interesting. So um, the podcast is really inspired, I would say, by my ongoing journey towards my own self-love and my own self-empowerment. And it really started when I was in law school. About a month or so before I graduated from law school, I had shingles and then I graduated, sat for the California bar exam, um, and then had appendicitis. I was probably the sickest I had ever been um, in my entire life. And then I found out two months later that I did not pass the California bar exam, which is totally normal. But I think when you're somebody that, I don't know, like bases their entire self-worth and their measure of success on sort of those external achievements, it was, it was really devastating. So I spent probably the next nine months sort of unintentionally, because I didn't really plan to do this, just really changing how I spoke to myself and the kind of food I was eating and the media that I was consuming and decided I was going to sit for the bar again in July of uh, 2017. And I did, and I ended up passing the bar that time. But by the time I was done going through the exam and that sort of nine to 12 month period, I realized I really came out of it. I was a different person. How I spoke to myself was different. How I treated myself, um, my friendships had even evolved and changed. And I really wanted to create a way to connect with other people who had similar journeys or experiences. And I was listening to probably like 10, if not more podcasts every week. I was really um, loving the podcast space. And I thought, why don't, why don't I start a podcast? Um, but really had like no media or journalism experience, had never done something like this before, but really just had a strong desire to connect um, and to share stories and to talk to people. Um, and so, so that's what I did. I dove in. Um, in about two weeks, I launched the podcast. I had the name, the topic and everything. And it's been really fun. Um, it's been a really fun journey, I would say, over the last two and a half years. The show has grown and evolved so much, um, and I've grown and evolved so much as a result. So it, it, it's been a really fun journey so far. It sounds like your journey has led you here for a purpose where you are taking what you've learned and in turn uplifting and supporting others on their journey. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. It's so interesting, and, and I'm sure this must be the same, the same for you. I've found that my own experiences often really inform 
um, the types of conversations I have on the podcast or, or what I even share on our social media pages. I think there's this aspect of vulnerability that comes into play with, with all of these conversations and really with everything that we share, um, in, especially, you know, in 2020, when you share more of who you are um, and you connect with people based on your own experiences, it brings a different layer of maybe depth or understanding or empathy and compassion. And I think it's a really powerful, it's a really powerful thing. I think often we spend so much of our lives shying away from that level of vulnerability, but when we allow ourselves to step into it, um, it's, it's really a game changer and it's, it's definitely changed my life, I think, for the better. I absolutely agree. There is power in vulnerability and sharing our story. And it really is amazing to see how we can create a deeper and more meaningful connection with others when we are open to leaning in on conversations like the ones we are having today. Yeah, I think so too. And and I've learned so much from every single conversation I've had. I've learned so much from every single podcast that I listen to and just listening to different experiences and how people approach different situations or challenges or, or even moments of victory and, and celebration. It it gets me thinking about how did I approach that situation or what could I have done differently or how about this did I, you know, how am I happy or proud of the way I handled something? So yeah, you're, you're so right. So how in those situations have you navigated challenging times? As we mentioned, we are going to be diving in to how we can turn those roadblocks in our life into stepping stones. So when you didn't pass the bar exam, as an example, what kind of things did you do to fill yourself up to be able to go back at it again, rather than feeling defeated or let down. Yeah, I think it's so interesting because often we look at bumps in the road or different hurdles or, or roadblocks as like, oh my God, like why is this happening to me? So if you're you've had a dream or a goal that you were working towards, or even just something you know you wanted to do, but then something happens that sort of in that moment feels like it's getting in your way or preventing you, you know, from getting to where you want to be, we often look at those moments as like, oh my God, like this is the worst thing ever. But I've really found that every hurdle, every bump in the road in my life has actually been the greatest blessing or the greatest gift because it's given me the opportunity to, if, if I take the opportunity in that moment to take a step back and say, okay, what is this teaching me? What am I supposed to look at? What am I asking myself in this moment? When I didn't pass the bar, it was definitely, it was definitely super devastating in, in the moment. Um, and it really took me those nine months to be able to say, okay, why, why did this happen? And I think taking a look at the events in our lives and sort of being intentional about it, I think being intentional in the, mo- in the, in the midst of grief or disappointment is often a challenge. But I think if we can challenge ourselves to do it, even in moments of, of celebration too, and just ask ourselves, what is this teaching me? What am I supposed to learn? Am I, am I on the right path? Are there things that I should be doing differently? Can I pivot? I think that moment in time for me, just it totally changed my life because it asked me to slow down. It asked me to stop um, being so hard on myself. Um, I, I really just started to, I think, approach life differently you know, in that moment. And I think too that roadblocks really exist sometimes to put us back on the path that we're meant to be on. So sometimes we can be walking down a path that we're really excited about, but it it might not, in fact, you know, be our path. So those roadblocks sort of exist too to put us back, you know, where we're supposed to be. But I think what these roadblocks in general have really taught me, it's a couple of things. It's 
one, that I really need to give myself the time and the space to reflect on what's going on. And often that means like taking a deep breath in that moment and asking myself, you know, those questions that I mentioned before. And what's also helped me, you know, a lot is surrounding myself with people that can hold that space for me too. I think often, you know, we hold space for other people to share and to connect and to, you know, understand and, and help one another out. But if you can find people who can also do that for you, I think it's just, it's just such a game changer. So people who can listen to you and share, you know, their feedback and, and their understanding and their perspective of the situation. Um, I think that's super helpful too. And I think above, you know, anything else is just reminding yourself that any hurdle you're experiencing, any roadblock, it's totally temporary. Um, you know, everything I think, I don't know for you, but I found so much lately, my emotions have been like all over the place with everything that's going on in the world. And, and so if I can just remind myself in any given moment that what I'm experiencing is temporary and that there will be twists and turns and, and that that's, that's okay. But if I can sort of breathe through it and have compassion for myself through it, um, that, that's been really helpful. That's beautiful. And I really do like your point um, on how life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us, and that we can look at any given situation, I believe, in our life and really reflect on the point that there is a purpose to be served. And I think ultimately it goes back to our mindset and how we perceive everything that's going on. Yeah, I think so too. And, and that perception and that mindset is the biggest key, the biggest component of all of it. I, I don't know about you, but I've spent most of my life um, sort of trapped in that cycle of like negative self-talk and, you know, kind of limiting myself in that way because I wouldn't believe in myself or I didn't believe in myself or I didn't think I was good enough or, you know, that sort of spiral that we can all take. And it took me some time to really understand that A, that was something that I was doing. And then B, once I sort of had awareness around it, I was able, you know, I was able to shift it. And for me, what's been so important about maintaining now, I don't maintain a positive mindset all the time. We're human. We ebb and we flow. We go up and we go down. But what's been super important for me is really, A, acknowledging how I feel and remembering that however I feel in any given moment is totally valid and to not criticize, you know, that feeling or that mindset that I have in the moment. And then sort of giving a voice to it um, has been really helpful, sort of seeing that feeling or that emotion or, or that or where my mindset is, you know, in any given moment, seeing it for what it is, and then kind of allowing it to pass through or to move through me, if, if that makes any sense, because you sort of like feel the feeling and then keep moving forward. And I think too, what I, has really helped me is if I'm trapped in that kind of negative mindset or um, feeling frustrated or worn down or anxious, um, it's about proving to myself that I can A, move beyond it and B, do the hard things anyway. Um, so when you do that, when you get up and you keep moving forward or you work on adapting a different mindset or a more positive mindset, um, you sort of prove yourself to yourself that you can do the hard thing um, and, you know, the things that you're most afraid of. And sometimes, you know, the hard thing in the moment is not like a big thing, like, you know, going to a new school or getting a degree or a new job. Sometimes it's just getting out of bed in the morning and putting one foot in front of the other. And if you can prove to yourself, you know, that you can do it, you, you create sort of like these little case studies for yourself. Um, so that's been really helpful for me too. But yeah, mindset is huge. And I think acknowledging, you know, that we're not always going to have a positive mindset, but if we can 
have tools to get us back there, I think that's that's really important too. I like how you relate mindset back to being a roadblock because so often we can get ourselves caught up in this negative self-talk or having thoughts that don't serve us. And we have to be aware and recognizing when we have these thoughts that flow into our mind that we have the ability and the power to shift it and focus on gratitude or something positive. Yeah, I love what you just shared because I still agree with that. I think if we can look at the different moments in our lives as just part of the journey, and often it's it's a journey in acceptance, you know, understanding and recognizing that not everything is going to go, you know, the way that we want, and not everything is going to go the way that we even predicted, and sometimes the way things turn out might be even better than what we wanted or what we expected, but recognizing that every moment serves a purpose and every um, experience is really an opportunity to, and I think really every experience is an opportunity to get to know yourself better. It's an opportunity to get to know your strengths and your weaknesses. It's an opportunity to get to know, you know, who you are and the areas in which you've grown and maybe even the areas in which, you know, you still want to grow. I think too, you know, every, every experience is also an opportunity to celebrate how far you've come. I think in sort of like the wellness spaces or self-help or whatever it might be, we talk about continuing to improve and grow. And I think that's so important. And I don't know about you, but I've certainly grown a lot in the last year, two years, five years. And I credit a lot of it to the different types of books or media or podcasts that I've um, exposed myself to and that choice to to go deep within my own journey but I think if we can spend time celebrating who we are celebrating what we've done celebrating our hearts and our accomplishments you know and our accomplishments don't have to be these big external things they can be getting up in the morning showing kindness to ourselves showing kindness to others having a level of compassion so every experience yeah is an opportunity to grow and and celebrate and and really you know evaluate where we're at too. I absolutely agree when you say that everything in life is a teacher because I believe that it can serve us for a greater purpose even in those times that are more difficult. One message that serves me as a reminder is that life doesn't happen to us, it happens for us and it is up to us as to how we respond. I'm wondering Sydney what kind of advice do you have for someone who is learning how to navigate a tough spot in their own life? Yeah, I think that's a great, that's a great question. I guess my, my biggest piece of advice would be just to take a second and sort of hit pause if you can. Often when something happens that uh, is totally unexpected, it feels like a hurdle or it's a roadblock or whatever it might be. I think the biggest way to turn it into a stepping stone in your life is to take pause and to take a second and to look at what's going on. Look at, you know, the, how you got to that point, what the different factors are, who's involved, I mean, whatever it might be. Uh, if I can go back to my bar exam example, I think that might be helpful. For me, it was taking a look at why I didn't pass the exam, what was going on in my life. I had health stuff go on. I had stuff going on in my personal life. I was still trapped in this like this mindset that success for me was only defined by what I was doing um, on the external. I was studying 14 to 16 hours a day, which is not healthy. Um, so I was just doing things that really didn't add up to my own personal success. And so when I sat for the bar the second time, I had really taken stock of the way I had approached it the first time. And so the second time I did things totally differently. I was eating super nutritious, good foods. I wasn't, you know, like eating terrible snacks and 
takeout food. I was studying eight hours a day. Sometimes I would extend it to 10, but it was a more humane, you know, study period. Um, I was going for walks. I was having conversations with friends and family still. I, I wasn't isolating. So I looked at the way I had handled it the first time and really made an effort to change it the second time. And then I find myself doing that in, in different hurdles that come up in my life now too, is taking that moment to take a step back, hit pause, look at what's going on, ask yourself sort of those tough questions, um, and then think about what kind of changes you can make to ensure, you know, that you keep moving forward and you use those moments as, as stepping stones for yourself. And, and remembering too that, like, like what you and I both talked about before, you know, everything is sort of um, a stepping stone and it gets you, you know, to, to where you're going next. And I think too, you know, having sort of a gut check with yourself in any given moment. So if you're feeling frustrated or anxious or, um, you know, nervous about the way something is going or how it's turning out, having sort of that gut check with yourself and saying, okay, does this not feel good? Does this feel good? Am I going in the right direction? If I feel like I'm not, is it because of fear or anxiety or worry? Or is it because this is really not my path? And I think we, the more we become intentional in that way and sort of check in with ourselves, it, it really helps to allow yourself to, to keep moving forward. Sydney, I love how you mentioned the word reset because with everything going on in the world right now, I began getting myself caught up in watching the news, scrolling through social media. And when I began feeling that shift in myself where I began focusing on the negativity, I had to tell myself that I needed to pause and reset on what I am consuming and filling myself up with. In doing so, we have to be intentional about what it is that we are focusing on and doing. And as you mentioned, it can be done by listening to an inspirational podcast or taking a break from consuming that social media. Yeah, and I think that's a really good point. You know, interesting. It, I think it's interesting because so the year is 2020. We have so much media and technology at our fingertips, and often it feels overwhelming because there really is so much. So it's a fine, for me personally, like with the news, um, it's a fine line between having a certain level of awareness, which I think is really key. I don't think putting, you know, your head in the sand like an ostrich and pretending things aren't happening is, is healthy or helpful. I think having a certain level of awareness of what is going on in the world, in your own backyard, whatever it might be, is really, really important. But then having a certain level of balance is important too. So get the key information that you need, you know, for the day, and then move on to exposing yourself to other things that are going to lift your spirits, who are going to remind you, you know, um, that there's good in the world, right? I think there's a sense of community that is out there that is looking for us and ready for us, especially around difficult experiences. And, and so when you're able to either form that community for yourself or find it or be part of it, it's so important because, yeah, I mean, I'm just like you, I can get lost in that like negative news spiral and then feel doom and gloom and really panicked. I've been self-quarantined now for eight days. And I, it was the first couple of days, I was like, oh my God, like totally, you know, totally in panic. Um, and then you see, you and I were talking about this, but like you see the reality of like what the lines of the grocery stores are like, or the people that really don't have access to the essentials that they need. And it can really, uh, it's very devastating. You know, I don't want to minimize it, but at the same time, you know, expose yourself to the truth of what's going on and then expose yourself to other, you know, types of media that can lift your spirits and maybe 
you feel less alone and remind you that we're really, you know, we're all in this together. And I would say, I, I know this about you and your podcast and what you share. And then also for me to seek the joy, that's been so important is reminding people, you know, that we're never alone in what we experience. And there's so much power in coming together as community to lift one another up and to share what's going on and support one another um, in that way too. Absolutely. It is important to practice this every day, but it is so much more important to do so on days of uncertainty or when we are feeling overwhelmed. Going back to the importance of self-talk, I'm wondering how you practice this in a way that lifts you. Can you share with us a mantra or affirmation you use or rely on to fill yourself up each day? Yeah, I think mantras, affirmations, um, they're really important. They're super powerful tools. And I, I have one that I've been holding on to probably now for maybe like six or seven years. It's actually, it's been the background on my iPhone um, for, as long, for as long as I can remember. And it's stay patient and trust your journey. And for me, that's been key in navigating all aspects of my life because I often am somebody that wants to get to the finish line right away. I want to see like the end result right away. And I have to constantly remind myself that we're not going to get there right away. Every step is part of the journey. Every step has meaning. Every step has purpose. And to stay patient throughout that. And I would say for me, patience is not always my <laughs> best quality. Um, so staying patient and trusting, trusting that I'm on my own path trusting that it doesn't have to look like anyone else's, trusting that I am where I'm supposed to be at any given moment, and trusting, too, that I'm going to learn what I need to from every experience, every interaction, every setback, every victory, celebration, you name it. So for me, it's been stay patient and trust your journey. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us, Sydney. Now, I don't per se have one affirmation or mantra that I focus on each day. But every morning I have a journal and I start by writing five things down that I am grateful for, followed by three affirmations that support and uplift me on what's going on in my life at that time. This can be something as simple as writing, I am strong, I am brave, I am capable of hard things. I think that these affirmations play a key role, especially when we are intentional about focusing on them right when we wake up in the morning. I love I love that practice that you shared of writing an affirmation down every day. And I think it's and I actually think it's something that I really want to start right now, especially as I am staying home every day. And and for me, I think for all of us, it's gonna be so important, you know, to stay in that positive, uplifted mindset as much as we can to sort of weather storm of, of what's going on. So I love that you do that. And and you know, you it's like you expose yourself to different different like topics or things that can kind of like get your mind going and thinking and then staying in that space of gratitude. That's so cool. I love that. Thank you so much. I think right now we are all learning how to be more aware of what we are focusing on. And I hope that moving forward, we will all be able to continue to implement these in our daily life. Oh, I think so too. And I think the more that we can share the things that we're doing, you know, that are uplifting and, and positive and setting us up to, you know, feel good. You know, I think the more that we share these things, the better off we'll be. Because I, I don't know about you, but like every hour I kind of waver with how I feel. Like I might be great for 15 minutes and then the next 30 I'm like panicking or feeling nervous or anxious or uncertain. So having, you know, being able to turn to different people that we know and trust and that are great sources for positivity right now, I think it's so great. I really love the chat you've had today. Sydney, thank you again for joining me this morning. 
Is there anything else you'd like people to know about you or share with us where they can find you in your podcast? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, these are such uncertain times and very confusing, very unnerving. So um, the ability to start my day by having this conversation with you is really, it's really nice. And I'm really appreciative for it. So thank you so much for having me. Um, as Ashley shared, my podcast is called Seek the Joy Podcast. And you can find it on any major podcast platform. Just type in Seek the Joy. We're on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Seek the Joy Podcast. You can check us out at SeekTheJoyPodcast.com. So I have regular sort of interview style episodes. And then um, I have a couple of other series that are affiliated with the show. Um, one is called The Power of Storytelling, where people come on and share um, who they are in their story. Um, and it's without me, I'm not part of that episode at all. And I think it's really powerful to give people a platform to share who they are in, in sort of their own words. And then I also have an interview style blog series on our website called Joy Corner. And the intention behind that is really just for people to share who they are, their joys, their passions, their inspiration. Something that's really cool over the last two and a half years is I really had pleasure to connect with so many people who are making an impact by really living in their joy. And so I'm always searching for ways to share um, more people, more stories, more experiences. So I invite you to come join us at Speak the Joy podcast. We are so glad to have you here. And we know that your words, stories, and messages will be an inspiration to so many as they have been for us. We hope our podcast today serves as a reminder that everything in life is a teacher and the importance on how we can fill ourselves up with what serves us and how it plays a role in how we perceive the world around us. Have a great day, everyone, and make today count. Thanks for joining us at the For the Good podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Facebook and Instagram at For the Good Official and our blog at ForTheGood.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Remember, a positive mindset is the beginning of true happiness, not just for the good of the individual, but for the good of the world.